Good morning, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. We are going to be reading Genesis chapter 16, verses 1 through 6 today. I will be reading out of the NASB version of the Bible. And I chose the NASB today because the NASB goes straight back to the Hebrew as does the Amplified Version, and I also like the Amplified Version, but I decided to go with the NASB just because the NASB tends to condense it a little bit more, whereas the Amplified Version has a lot of words in it. And as much as I like that, I want to uh, preserve time today because I just want to warn you guys, I have a feeling I'm going to go over the time that I usually do, which is 10 to 15 minutes, because I really like talking about this particular part of scripture. It's very, very interesting to me. So I'm going to start reading Genesis chapter 16, verse 1, and finish on verse 6. Go ahead and grab your cup of coffee and join me in reading. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had not borne him a child, but she had an Egyptian slave woman whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Please have relations with my slave woman. Perhaps I will obtain children through her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. And so after Abram had lived 10 years in the land of Canaan, Abram's wife Sarai took Hagar the Egyptian, her slave woman, and gave her to her husband Abram as his wife. Then he had relations with Hagar and she conceived. And when Hagar became aware that she had conceived, her mistress was insignificant in her sight. So Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be upon you. I put my slave woman into your arms, but when she saw that she had conceived, I was insignificant in her sight. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Look, your slave woman is in your power. Do to her what is good in your sight. So Sarai treated her harshly, and she fled from her presence. So we learned on Friday and on Wednesday that Abram had met with God and God had promised Abram that he would have an heir out of his own body is what God said to Abram. And Abram believed that God would provide him a son and it was counted to him as righteousness. So let me start reading here what I had written several, probably actually a year ago now, I was going to say several months, but it's definitely been longer than that. It's probably been actually over a year. And I wrote a Bible study on Sarai's and Abraham's life, or at least partially wrote it. I don't think I ever finished it fully. But here's something that I wrote. And this is, I'm talking right after um, Abram gets back from his meeting with the Lord. So here's, here's what I wrote. Now, what do you suppose Abram did once he got home? Well, he likely told Sarai that he was going to be a father of his very own son. But what is Sarai supposed to do with this information? By this time in her life, Sarai was already 75 years old. She was probably done with her childbearing years. On top of that, she was fully barren from the beginning because God had not granted her any children. And God had also not come to her to tell her that she would have a baby. At this point, God had only promised Abram a baby. Although God promised Abram a son, 
Abram believed it for himself, but he did not believe it for his wife, Sarai. Did Abram protest when Sarai offered Hagar, her Egyptian slave, to him? Not at all. He did not go to God and ask him about the matter. Instead, Abram and Sarai took matters into their own hands. You see, Sarai should never have offered her slave to her husband. It was an extremely misguided thing to do. It is very possible that Sarai felt guilty that she was unable to have children. I expect that when her husband told her that he was going to be a father, Sarai's heart sank. Sarai probably felt salt being rubbed into an existing wound. Because look at what she says at the very beginning. The Lord has kept me from having children. Go and sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Doesn't this statement sound as if Sarai was unhappy, depressed, or even crushed in spirit? But instead of asking the Lord if she was included in this blessing, she assumed she wasn't. Thus, she did the only thing she could think of. She offered her slave girl to her husband without asking God first. In her mind, that was the only way she could be included in her husband's blessing. But what does Abram do? Abram accepted Hagar to sleep with her. No fight from him. Through his actions, he agreed that Sarai, his wife, had no part in his blessing from God. Instead, he should have talked to God about it first. If Abram was unsure if his own wife was to share in his blessing, he should have waited for word from God instead of committing adultery. Instead, he sinned greatly by sleeping with someone who was not his wife. He broke the vow of his marriage and sinned against God and his wife, Sarai. So like I said, that was something I wrote probably about a year ago now, all about Genesis chapter 16. And, you know, Sarai tends to get a really bad rap in this portion of scripture. I have heard actually a lot of preachers come out against Sarai saying that she did something so evil here when she offered her Egyptian slave, Hagar, to her husband so that Abram could fulfill that promise that God had promised him. Sarai believed that she was not part of that blessing. You know, when, when Abram came home and told her about the promise that God had given him, can you imagine how Sarai must have felt? She must have felt useless. She must have felt like she was not included in this blessing because God had not said anything about Sarai at this point. Even though in my personal opinion, I do think that God kind of made it clear that it would be Sarai uh, producing the heir just because of that marriage bond that is so precious to God. If you look at God's character, he has never, ever wanted someone to be with more than one partner. From the very beginning, it has been one man and one woman. So Abram was agreeing with Sarai that she was not included in this blessing. In Sarai's mind, the only way she could help Abram accomplish what God had promised to him was through another woman who could produce children, and it was misguided. She offers her Egyptian slave named Hagar to Abram. 
and they must have had a discussion about it because Abram is sitting down with Sarai and it says he listened to the voice of Sarai. So he did not ask God about it. He did not do anything. He just was like, yeah, sure, I'll take your slave, okay. And he ends up taking Hagar and sleeping with her. And being a wife, that must have been so painful for Sarai to do this. It must have pained her inside to do this thing because even after Hagar finds out she's pregnant, Hagar ends up hating Sarai. It says here in verse 4 that Sarai becomes insignificant to Hagar. So Sarai, in verse 5, it says, Sarai goes to Abram and she says, You have wronged me. I put my slave woman into your arms. But when she saw that she had conceived, I was insignificant in her sight. So now Sarai has been done two wrongs. First off, her husband agreed with her that she was not part of that blessing that God had promised him. Secondly, he slept with another woman and broke that bond of marriage. And thirdly, now that woman thinks that she is the new Mrs. Abram and she is upset at Sarai and finds Sarai to be insignificant because Sarai was unable to produce children for her husband, whereas Hagar was able to produce a child. So Sarai says, may the Lord judge between you and me. And Abram gets mad at her. They kind of get into a little spat here because he says, your slave woman is your problem. Just deal with her however you want. It's your problem. That's basically what he says here. And Sarai ends up treating her harshly. And then Hagar runs away. It says in verse 6. So that is Genesis chapter 16. And I know I gave Sarai a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt than I did with Abram. But I do want to make clear that they were both wrong. They were both misguided. They both should not have equally broken that bond of marriage that God finds so precious. Sarai should have gone to God and asked him what she should have done. And Abram should have done the exact same thing. In all honesty, they are both, they were both very misguided and both very wrong with what happened. And this does end up being Sarai's darkest moment. Having Hagar there with a son ends up being kind of a thorn in her flesh for the rest of Sarai's life, which you'll find out later on. So yes, this was a wrong done by both Sarai and Abraham. I I don't like when, um, when people put so much blame on Sarai, but not on Abram as well. I, because I'm a woman, I think I can kind of see where Sarai was coming from in this particular portion of scripture. So this was Genesis chapter 16, verses 1 through 6, and we are going to finish out this chapter on Wednesday. So join me on Wednesday, 6 a.m., and go to my website, www.p40ministries.com to subscribe to my emails because I have now opened my store and you will get regular emails from P40 Ministries showing all the new designs I have coming out in the near future. 
I have a Christmas design coming out very soon and a couple other new designs that I'm super excited about. So if you want to support P40 Ministries and everything I do with the podcast and with the website and the blog, please go and purchase your t-shirt and wear that P40 Ministries logo proudly and take a look at some of the other designs I have coming up soon. But I want to thank all of you guys for listening in every single morning. I hope that this podcast is beneficial to you. And as I say at the end of every single podcast episode, happy listening and God bless faithful listeners. Bye, everybody.